Hey, what's good, organic lovers? It's your girl, Keandra, along with my husband, Jesse. And we'd like to take the time to thank you guys for checking us out. We really believe that the podcast will bless you. So make sure you tune in with ears ready to receive a lot of organic love nuggets. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode two of Organic Love Radio with Jesse and Keandra. And today we will be talking about comparison. Um, When you hear the word comparison, you know, many individuals, you tend to just think about that it only happens outside of like in relationships outside of the home. Um, but we're gonna ta- we're gonna touch some points so where we talk about comparison that happens inside the home and comparison that happens on the outside of the home. Um, one of the things that we want to start off with talking about comparison is that comparison is very dangerous. Like I think that individuals should understand that you were created in a unique way and that you don't have to try to compare your life or who you are to anyone else. Um, And I just want to kind of just break it down to you that comparison, it can lead to a problem. It can cause conflict within, you know, relationships. Um, Just give some feedback on like some of the things that conflict, I mean, that comparison could try to um, cause within relationships. Uh, I know one thing uh, that we've dealt with uh, in the past, definitely when it comes to comparison was uh, basically dealing with the fact that the person that you felt like you've uh, started the relationship with uh, down the line as the years continue, that might not be the exact same person that you're dealing with uh, in your future. So, you know, a lot of times as us as men, you know, we might um, wanted to continue their relationship with the girlfriend and we eventually get married and so um the wife basically uh develops and you know she's growing and uh maturing and uh a lot of the things that she was doing as the girlfriend you know you kind of compare this compare that the girlfriend to the wife you know and you you know us as men we really don't understand that even us, we, we grow, we change, you know, so you just got to step back and really understand that a lot of times that can uh, put a strain on your marriage or your relationship um, when you're basically trying to compare the person that you got with in the beginning to the person that has grew and matured into to or that person that's in the future. Right. Um, <clears throat> or your I, present. Uh, one thing that I can say about comparison, uh, I can use uh, myself, for example, is when Jesse and I first got together, I would always compare him to my ex-husband because I was married previously. And I would always compare him to my ex-husband and things that me and my ex-husband would go through um, when there was familiarity in Jesse and I's relationship. I would always compare that. And that was something that was like a red flag. Like that's a big no-no in a relationship. For one, you're dealing with a totally different person. So you can't compare your present person to the previous person that you were once with. Um, And I know that comparing caused big, big issues, big conflicts. And like I said, with me, 
I can use the example of my ex-husband. I remember him leaving me with our children in an apartment and I wasn't working and he was what you would call the breadwinner. So he, you know, he would take care of all the bills. But then when he decided to leave the home, he disconnected everything and it left me to be in an apartment with children with no money, no savings, really nobody that I can just, you know, depend on to help me. And so when Jesse and I got together, Jesse would give me money to pay the bills and I would always wait until I got a disconnect notice because in my mind, um, I would always think that I would never allow another individual, not even just say a man, I wouldn't allow another individual to have that much control over me to where if they wanted to leave, they would leave me in a state to have nothing. So he would give me money to pay the bills and I would always hold on to the money, wait till I had got the disconnect notice. And I remember him saying, why are we getting a disconnect notice for this bill? And I've given you the money to pay for the bill. And so finally, I had to sit down and we had to communicate about it. Like we talked about last episode, communicating. We actually had to talk about what was going on inside my head to make me hold on to money to wait until we get a disconnect notice. And, you know, it was crazy, but I broke it down to him and I was like, Hey, this is what happened to me. And, you know, he was like telling me, you can't compare me to that dude. I'm not that dude. Like, yeah, this may seem familiar to you, but me and him are two totally different people. And for me, it took for me to really take into consideration what Jesse was saying and also understand that I am comparing my ex-husband to my current husband and they're two totally different people they have two totally different mindsets and I just had to heal from that situation before I could actually you know like move forward um within our relationship you got feedback on that Lord, I would just say that <clears throat> definitely as the man you know you kind of gotta pretty much uh step back and be try to be considerate of the person that you're in a relationship with as far as the type of thing that they've been through uh, previous to, you know, you being with them, you know. And so for me, I was open to really just hearing uh, what she had to say about why she was doing what she was doing. And so once I, once like she said, once we communicated about it, we talked about it, and I really understood what was going on. So that's when we had to have that real conversation of, you know, I'm not him. And, you know, even after that, just being consistent with uh, the behavior of, you know, being there, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to leave. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, even with that, I still had to be consistent with uh, being the man that I said that I was and continue to do that. And, you know, as time went on, you know, we was able to, you know, uh, get clarity in it and she was able to heal in that particular area. And so, like I said, it just took time and just being patient with the situation. Yeah, like how you said, like that consistency. He had to be consistent because even though he told me, yeah, I'm not this dude, you know, that you keep comparing me to, I I literally had to see him be consistent in that he was the covering. He was the head that he say that he was and he was the provider for our household the way that he said he was. And once I saw those characteristics of him being consistent, 
I believe that that played a vital piece in me healing. And when he would give me money to go and pay the bills instead of waiting for the disconnect notice. And I can say that even after I healed, you know, healing is always a continuous um, process. Um, that it's not like, I don't believe it's just a one-time thing. I think that's something that is, is a continual process. And there were times when the enemy would try to make me feel a certain type of way. Um, and that's why it's so good to get a scripture and really stand on that scripture and really have trust in the person that you're with, like really trust the person that you're with. Um, and pay attention to their character, you know, use discernment. Um, and I, I just, you know, believe that that played a huge part with where I am today, where if he gives me the bank card to go pay the bills, I'm not going to like not pay the bills and wait for a disconnect notice out of fear. That's a, that, this just came to me. Like, I believe that, 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 that the enemy tried to come into our relationship early and make me operate out of fear uh, and not understanding that paying your bills make your credit bad you know it, it makes you miss out on a lot of benefits of paying your bills on time so i just you know thank god that jesse and i we reached that point to where we could communicate about it and you know help me heal with that situation i was going through yeah uh i just wanted to add you know it just um can add a real strain on your uh relationship in your marriage you know uh i could have felt like um uh, there was some like dishonesty or some uh you know like not being able to trust her with handling the finances so you know what i'm saying if we actually didn't possibly nip that in the bud you know in the beginning and you know take care of that that could have grew into something more than actually what it was so it's like just really sitting back and thinking about the, you know, comparing something as simple as comparing one person to the next can be very detrimental to your relationship and to your marriage if it's not handled properly. You know, any situation that you deal with, uh, the enemy is going to try to feed it and try to have it grow so it can basically kill the relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like I said, you definitely want to try to nip that, nip things in the bud like that as soon as possible. Uh, and like how we said, like, like how she said in the first episode we had, you know what I'm saying? Continuously using your communication to kill that stuff. Right. Yeah. Cause communication goes hand in hand with having a healthy, you know, a relationship and in order to have a healthy relationship that's, um, effective, you, you have to have effective communication, um, within your relationship. And I just believe that even with that communication, that communication will eliminate comparison. Um, you know, because if we started out our relationship in the very beginning with a healthy communication, you know, system in place, I believe that that would have counseled out the room for the comparison to try to take place or whatever. Um, so yeah, so like how he was saying last episode, we really went in on um, communication and I believe that we're probably going to come back to it um, some point in time because communication is almost like the foundation of a relationship, any type of relationship. And I just believe that when you communicate, you help eliminate a lot of the other topics that we're going to be talking out throughout Organic Love Radio um, episodes uh, for season one. 
Um, but yeah, you know, y'all stay tuned because we've touched the bases about um, comparison within your relationships, like within a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend or partner. Um, but we're also going to talk about um, comparison within friendships and mother daughter because there's always so different sorts of um, comparison within relationships in general. So y'all stay tuned because we're going to um, dive a little bit deeper into comparison. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Organic Love Radio. We appreciate each and every listener that takes the time out to tune in to hear what Organic Love Radio has to talk about. Uh, We would like for you guys to visit our website at www.organicloveministries.org. Hit the shop button. Shop with your boy and your girl. Shop with us. You know, get the Organic Love 12 Strategies to Healthy Relationship book combo. Check out the Organic Love Apparel. Um, Stay tuned for more things to come. Um, but we really would love for you guys to connect with us. So make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the website. And also, if you feel led to support Organic Love Radio, um, click the donate button. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And our goal is to get love back into the world, put the get the original intent and get love back out there. And we're going to cancel out artificial love and we're going to p- replace it back with organic love. Um, Once again, our website is www.organicloveministries.org. And we just love to have you guys tune in. Make sure you invite a friend to subscribe to either one of our channels. Um, We're on eight different platforms and we are here to serve the people and to just bring back the original 10 of love. So until then, you guys be blessed. Hey, we back. Uh, we want to dive back into talking about uh, comparison when it comes to comparing your relationship from the beginning of your relationship to where you are in your present of your relationship. So, you know, like I said, I was saying that, you know, a lot of times us as men, you know, we will be thinking about how a our wives or our girlfriends, you know, they were doing a lot of things in the beginning of the relationship. And as time went on, we kind of feel you, you they could possibly feel neglected or feeling like there are certain things, like I said, sexual things that they were doing in the beginning when they were the girlfriend. And then when they became the wife, they wasn't doing those things anymore. So, you know, I just want my wife to touch on a little bit of that, of how uh, from a female or a woman's perspective how the woman can basically grow and mature and you know some of those things she possibly might not be feeling to do you know what I'm saying so we just want to get uh, the woman's opinion on that um, yeah like basically like how he was saying as far as from a woman's perspective um, us as women we evolve we we grow you know and we, we transition throughout the span of our lifetime and things that we were doing when we were teenagers or when we were young adults um we're not there there comes a times where a woman goes through phases where she doesn't normally do the things that she once did when she started dating or right before marriage and for me 
Thank God for communication. Like I said, we talked about it and a lot of things that was happening um, early on in our marriage. um, It started to dwindle down and he brought it to my attention like, hey, you know what's going on? Like, you know that he was comparing me to the girlfriend that I was and now that I'm the wife. But you have to also understand that women bodies go through physical changes and women bodies evolve. And being that women and men are wired differently, you have to go with the current. You have to go with the flow of when an individual evolves. And I look at my husband today and he's evolved. You know, he's not the person that he was when we first got together. No. (laughs) He's not the person that he was when we first got together. So it's like you have to be equally yoked. You have to be equally yoked. You have to be um, a unit. You know, to where you you, got, oh, you have to be a unit to where when one person evolves, you got to go with that flow. Because if you're not, it's going to be a lot of resistance within your relationship, especially if a woman is having health issues, medical issues. Um, that's why it's so good to communicate, because then you can tell your partner, or your husband, like, hey, this is what's going on with me. And they'll have a clear understanding, you know, especially when it's something medical that that you can't really control. Even even to be honest with you, even if it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, you, you just got to get to the point to where you're actually trying to mature. And to be honest with you, really, for me. It was like God was trying to teach me how to be more in control of my uh, sexual appetite, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't even really about uh, like us not possibly not having sex as much or something like that or whatever. Like that wasn't even like the big deal. Like the biggest thing was God was trying to deal with me on a, on a different level to where I can mature to where. The, the places where he's trying to take us that I'll be actually be able to go there and and I'll be good you know what I'm saying so it wasn't really even about uh me so much not getting what I wanted and so I had to really step back and really ask God like to help me understand why it was happening and see I didn't even know in the beginning that my wife was ha- actually having real physical like health issues like it wasn't even like her just not want to do nothing like it was real stuff and then they, even at the time she didn't even know that right? Right, right so you know as God was like helping me understand like you know the whole situation with being like sexually frustrated and stuff like that he was really letting me know like I'm I should be more in control of my sexual appetite than I what than what I was mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. so when I look at uh Jesus and I believe that he was like, you know what I'm saying, the the person that you can look at and be like, okay, he was in control of that. And so uh, when I look at that, it made me think like I should be able to be in control of that. Like, so what God was telling me was if if I get to the point to where I am sexually frustrated, that means I'm not in, in control of that appetite. So therefore, I needed to mature in that area. And so, like yeah. I said, that season of my life, that's what God was kind of like teaching me and helping me understand that uh, I should not let that particular appetite run my life or make decisions for me. And that's what it had been doing for a lot of um, a lot of years of my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I never really thought about it like that. And so 
that's why I have the Holy Spirit to help me with stuff like that. So I had to really sit back and just take time out to really learn how do I mature in that particular area because I was very mature in that area. And so, so, and so, like I said, you know, it just was, you know, <clears throat> taking time out to really just get with God and just, you know what I'm saying, try to grow in that area. But like I said, a bigger picture was me developing myself in Christ to be the better man that God has called me to be. And it wasn't even about, um, like, uh, it wasn't even about my wife. You know what I'm saying? It was more about myself. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That, and, and then to kind of piggyback off of what he's saying, even with the trust issues about the money, the financial situation, when we first got together, it was more of, um, I think it was something to help me identify that there was an area within our marriage that I needed to grow in and trust God and trust you in. And that was to, you know, um, trust you enough to know that you wouldn't leave me, you know, with children, um, you know, with no lights, no food, no water, you know, I had to heal from that. But I believe that that was something to help get us to where we are today, um, to where bills are paid on time. You know, I don't have to, I don't have I, like that thought never comes into my mind. And if it does try to come, I have the word of God that I can use as my weapon to, to cast that thought and imagination down. Cause that's what the word of God tells us to do with our thoughts, you know, but back then I didn't know how to cast down thoughts. I didn't know how to, you know, just apply the scripture and stuff like that. So I was getting defeated in that area until I had a revelation on what I needed to do in that area to grow. And like how you were saying, that situation helped you grow and become mature. Well, that situation for me too helped me grow and become mature in the area of trusting, you know, you not to just, just abandon me. You know, it was like more of, I was dealing with trust and abandonment issues um, from a man, you know, and I didn't want to go through that again. So I just think, you know, some of the things that we go through, everything that we go through is not always bad. Majority of the time, they're lessons, they're things to help teach us. Um, Like Jesse would always tell me when we get into certain situations he'll be like look at this situation and see how can you grow from this situation don't just look at it as this is just something you're growing through like really examine it and be like god what is it in this situation that you want me to grow from and one thing that i also took from the situation was the fact that uh i might have heard a teaching on this and it kind of really brought it to light to me as far as i was treating the sexual appetite the same way I treated my regular appetite. Mm. Like as far as <clears throat> when I get hungry, I'm trying to eat. So with the sexual appetite, it was pretty much the same thing. Like I didn't have, I wasn't like in control of it. It was like, it took, you know, to a certain extent, it's like, okay, if I wanted to eat or do something, it was like I wanted it. That's, that's the whole thing, what I'm saying. It's like when you want it, you want it. And usually you think about <clears throat> somebody that's, they have a mindset like that is a kid. Like when a kid wants something, they want it. Like they not, they don't have the maturity or the discipline basically that's it, that's it, that's it. to be like, okay, I do want that, but I'm disciplined enough to know that, okay, I don't need that right now. And so that was the whole thing about with it as far as like with that appetite is understanding <laughs> how to be disciplined in that particular area of that appetite. And so that was like the major takeaway for me uh, when I look at that whole thing as far as like we have to be more disciplined in every area that God is calling us to be 
uh, as far as you know in our in our life in general as in, as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be just you know what I'm saying like going hard in this certain particular area and then the other area where I'm kind of slipping. I yeah. you know what I'm saying you want to yeah. be you know what I'm saying going hard in every area of your life so therefore that you can be fully impacting people and just your purpose and doing whatever God is calling you to do. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to do do it all. Yeah. So like basically we've, you know, touched on a little bit about comparison inside of a marriage or a relationship where, you know, you have a partner in your relationship. And now we're going to kind of transition on to comparison within, you know, friendships, relationships outside of your home. And one thing that I can say is that comparison it, it doesn't allow an individual to be themselves because you're following that illusion. You're trying to be something that you're not or that you're not designed to be. And when I think about that, one of the things I think about is um, we, you know, you tend to see relationships that look perfect um, on the outside, but then you really don't know what's going on in the inside and you you, you start wanting that, you know, you start wanting to have that type of relationship. And people would always tell Jesse, like, man, like, I wish, you know, I had a husband like you, or I wish I had a wife like you and this and this and stuff like that. But like, he would always tell them is you don't know what I've put my wife through, or you don't know what me and my wife have been through as a unit. We've b- both done things to each other. So it was just like, you know, it paints an illusion and no relationship is perfect. Every relationship goes through something. They go through something. Nine times out of 10, every relationship goes through something. If there is a perfect relationship out there, I would love to sit down with those individuals and they can give us their strategies on what makes their relationship perfect because I would definitely have my ears tuned in and give them my undivided attention. But, you know, like we were saying, comparison, it paints an illusion because then you begin to covet and you begin to want something that is not yours. And then you, you don't even... To me, I, I look at that as a person is not being grateful for what they have because they're basically saying, especially if you're married and you're saying like, hey, like God gave me this relationships, but then you're wanting someone else's relationship. You basically saying, God, what you gave me ain't good enough, but what they have is good enough. You got some feedback on that? No, well, really, I just like to say on that point of that you wanting what you see somebody else have, you know, that's real major as far as the fact that do you actually want everything come that on, comes come with, on, come on, come on. with what they have? Because like how she said, you got to understand a lot of people be like looking at, at the right now of, you know, how she get treated and stuff like that. But they got they But they fail to realize she went through years and years of and years and years of yeah. getting mistreated yeah. to get to get to where she is right now. You know what I'm saying? I went through a lot of years of doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, we're going to keep it real. Like, would you would have wanted to stay with a guy already at the beginning of the relationship that already had multiple women that got uh, multiple uh, baby mamas? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got, coming into the relationship, have, I already had five kids. You know what I'm saying? Four baby mamas. We're going to keep it 100. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then at the time... I didn't have a just a solid girlfriend. I had multiple girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to think about it. I'm I'm carrying all this baggage into the relationship. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so then uh, you got people saying that I'm 
I was totally not the guy that you would want to be with. You know what I'm saying? I was totally not the guy that you would want to marry. Like I was not that, I was not that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at all of that, you gotta be, you gotta look at the big, the whole picture and say, are you willing to actually deal with all of those years of me doing uh, stuff that I didn't, that I wasn't supposed to do to get to this point right now. And it's a lot of people probably wouldn't, ain't built for that. Yeah, not built for it. And you know, even for myself, it's like I came into the relationship with a lot of emotional baggage. I dealt with a lot of rejection, a lot of- Breach. (laughs) I dealt with a lot of abandonment, a lot of rejection. Like I was a very unstable, emotional person. And there was times where he's like, I don't know if I could do this because like your emotions, man. And it's like, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know if I could do this because you got all these- kids all these baby mama issues all these girls you know i'm like i don't know if i'm built for this you know but i stayed in the situation we stayed in the situation because of the ultimate the ultimate person that kept us together was god and he's the person that's still keeping us together hey at the end of the day be happy with what you got like for real like I was like you don't want these problems you know what I'm saying like you and a lot of times people you know they want the, the, the glory part of it they want the, the blessing part of it but it's always the flip side to the story that's why I never look at somebody on their ship and be like man wow yeah, I, I, would love, I, I would love to have that relationship cause it's other stuff that come with that relationship that I have no idea what's going on on, on the back end in the background you know what I'm saying so like I said, you definitely be appreciative of what you have on your own, uh, uh, in, in your life. Be appreciative of it. And just like I was mentioning in <laughs> friendships, you know, it's like if you see your your homegirl or your homeboy, like they're, they've been catapulted and they're advancing in their assignment and their calling and, you know, their passion, their purpose. And it's just like. If, if, if it's not your season to be um to be thrust out like that, like sit back and celebrate. I've learned that celebrating individuals when it's not my time is seed. It's seed in the ground and it, it, it's like I'm planting that seed. So when it's time for me to be elevated, when it's time for me to be catapulted, I'm like, I'm going to receive that same thing that I put out. And I was like, I believe that a lot of people um, walk around with the spirit of jealousy and envy because they see a lot of people who are advancing and they're not advancing. But it's like we all have our own race to run. It's funny because the crazy part about it is you be probably thinking that the people advance way farther than what they even think. They probably feeling like they only took two steps. Right. But right, you felt. Right. But you feeling like they didn't took 30, 30 steps. They didn't, they feeling like I I ain't really done nothing yet. Right, right. But 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 to your illusion, you think that they didn't they they got this big old platform and they doing these big things and stuff like that. But to them, they just they just doing their thing. Doing me, yeah. They ain't tripping. And you know, so you gotta be mindful of comparison, even in your relationships with your friends or your brothers or your sisters. Um, one thing for me that I know that I do is I ask God to give me discernment. Like God, give me discernment and keep me humble and keep my ears tuned to 
hear what you are telling me to, you know, what you're telling me, like, let my ears be in tune with what's going on in heaven, because it's easy to fall into a place to where you start getting jealous of people for no reason. You once upon a time, you were besties and then you back away and stuff like that. And it's just like, it all goes back to, because you want to be that person. And I just think that God created each one of us uniquely. We all are part of the body of Christ, but we we all function and do things differently. And just because your homegirl may be advancing more than you or your homeboy may be advancing more than you doesn't mean that you are not doing what you're supposed to do. Maybe your time to shine is going to come by you celebrating the next individual. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about like how we talk about organic love. You know yes, what I'm saying? It's yes. about just being real with yourself a lot of times people just really don't keep it real with themselves. you know what i'm saying continue to learn who you are like a lot of times i just really started realizing in the last couple years i didn't even know who i was yeah yeah i'm just realizing that i'm a speaker you know what i'm saying like i'm for real (laughs) so it's like god was really showing me who i am and as i continue to learn who i am i less trip on what i see other people do even whether if it's hating or a night or something like that, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's okay. Like, when I look at Jesus, he had haters. So, I mean, it's going to happen. You, he going to have, he had followers. He had people that loved him. He had real friends. He had all the different types of people that you could think of connected to him. And 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 he was still showing love to every every group that, that I named. Every group, he still showed love. Still showed love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, at the end of the day, continue to just be yourself, know who you are, and walk in that. You know what I'm saying? And that will help you not to compare yourself to anybody else, anybody else's relationships. You will start loving yourself more. On, You'll start on, loving your relationships more. Yeah. You'll start loving your mates more. Yeah. <clears throat> but the whole thing is continue to grow and learn and know yourself. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we know that that comparison thing, that's a trick of the enemy. And then when when it's all said and done, you will understand that it's an illusion and that you have to just understand how to operate in the realm of truth and not operate from the realm of illusion, which is something that's false. And it's, it's not real. It's not organic. It's yeah. artificial. Yeah. So, you know, we just, you know, just be mindful of just be grateful who you are and learn how to celebrate and just kick comparison to the curve because comparison it 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 just it don't allow an individual to be themselves and it just it hinders the flow of a relationship you know i believe comparison breaks up a lot of relationships because you're trying to compete and there is my Anthony Thomas of Kingdom Talk, he always says there is no competition in the kingdom. And I believe that a lot of people are trying to compete and compare and you watering down who God has ordained and anointed you to be because you're trying to be second best when he created you to be the one and only. You know, he he created you an original, but you so focused on comparing yourself to Jim and Jack to where you watering yourself down on who God called you to be. And it's enough of that. Like you, you organic, you original and God has wired you and made you to be you. You the only person that can be you. And I believe that when the world begins to understand who they are 
and establish their identity that that comparison stuff is going to decrease and i believe that there will be so much major moves and shifts in the earth because i believe that everybody's going to be on one accord and just saying one accord it reminds me of when they were um the day of pentecost when the holy spirit came and they were on one accord i believe that when people get on one accord with who god called them to be manifestations and things are going to be happening that that's it's ready to be released but it's just waiting for people to be on one accord with who god said they are yeah man just let that comparison stuff leave it to the haters and to the enemy man let let them compare i would like how she said you are an original you have like you are called to do so many things you have so many gifts you know what I'm saying? Walk in your own gifts and, and the thing that God has called you to do, man. It's a beautiful thing once you get in your lane. Mm -hmm. it, Ooh, it nothing, yeah, yeah. It's nothing like getting in your lane. And that, like I said, those type of things will help you not to even, even be bothered with comparing yourself or anyone else to anything that's going on, man. Like, because really, once you get in your lane, you, a lot of times you really ain't got time to be comparing your, your stuff and, it, and even if, the crazy part about it, even if you did kind of veer off a little bit and you start comparison, I believe that, you know what I'm saying, as you grow and you know who you are, you know, you'll get back in line. You know, we all make mistakes. Uh, we, we we people, you know what I'm saying, stuff happens. It, it is what it is. But like I said, don't allow yourself to just get caught up in uh, that comparison thing, you know what I'm saying, because you're, you're better than that. And like God has called you to more than that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we about to wrap it up. Um, we thank you guys for tuning in to Organic Love Radio with Jesse and Keandra Upson, where we talk about real life situations and we're going to give it to you raw and uncut. Um, until then, stay tuned for episode three. You guys be blessed. Peace.